This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Listeners, happy Sunday and welcome to another episode of Living Scriptures, a program that is expository and is based on the expectation of God um, through His Word on our life. I am Morenike, and we also have Pastor Charles here in the studio. Um, today we look at um, a paradox. And we discuss some uneventful happenings and expectations that can affect our lives. Although these are not so popular actions, but they have great consequences on our daily living and even eternal glory. And that is what we call uh, today's living scriptures, the paradox of our faith. The paradox of our faith. And as scripture for today is from Luke chapter 14 from verse 10. But when you are invited, go and sit down in the lowest place so that when he who invited you comes, he may say to you, friend, go up higher. Then you will have glory in the presence of those who sit at the table with you. For whosoever exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. That's the first pas- passage. And that's the first paradox we'll be looking at. The second one is in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 25. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For, for you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. So what is paradox? A paradox is a similarly absorbed or contradictory statement or proposition which when investigated may prove to be well-founded or true. It could be logically contradictory, but it is true. Our faith connotes that our belief or worship, not our trust in God. Some will call this belief religion. We call it our way of life in God's kingdom among men or on earth. So what are those paradoxes? of our faith in today's living scriptures. Desperate for you. 
Good morning and happy Sundays, my friends. Welcome to this Living Scripture. Let's now look at the first paradox of our faith. And that will be the way up is down. Oh, naturally, everyone would think the way up is just force up. yourself up. <laughs> In 2 Kings 3, verse 11c, here is Elijah, the son of Shaphat, which poured water on the hands of Elijah. In 2 Kings 2, verse 15 says, And when the sons of the prophets which were to view at Jericho saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. My dear listeners, look at Elisha, started as a servant to Elijah, pouring water on his hand. And because of his persistent focus of understanding that the way up is not up, the way up is down, coupled with humility, he became here of Elijah's spirit. And the Bible says, a double portion of it. My dear friends, the way up is down. I surrender Welcome back, dear listeners. We would like to use this opportunity to remind you and to invite you of our monthly healing and deliverance service. Are you sick or diagnosed of a disease? Have you visited doctors? And they might have made a final scientific conclusion that is stamina. And they are not lying. Or are you tired and unhappy? Um, but why don't you give Jesus a chance to prove his power? And because Jesus still heals today. So we invite you to join us uh, this last Sunday, which is the 25th of February um, at 80 Fitzgerald Avenue in the city center. For what we tag a faith clinic, healing and deliverance service by 10 a.m. And I am sure that you will be glad you did. Let's look at um, the story um, that illustrates um, today's um, um, living scriptures. A man with a servant heart. A large group of European pastors came to one of D.L. Moody's Northfield uh, Bible conferences in the late 1800s. Following the European custom of the time, each guest put his shoes outside his room to be cleaned by the hall servant overnight. But of course, this was America and there were no hall servants. Walking the dormitory halls that night, Moody saw the shoes 
and determined not to embarrass his brothers. He mentioned the need to some ministerial students who were there, but met with only silence or pious excuses. Moody returned to the dorm, gathered up the shoes, and alone in his room, the world's only famous evangelist began to clean and polish the shoes. Only the unexpected arrival of a friend during the walk revealed the secret. When the foreign visitors opened their door the next morning, their shoes were shine. They never know by whom. Moody told no one, but his friend told a few people. And during the rest of the conference, different men volunteered to shine the shoes in secret. Perhaps the episode is a vital insight into why God used D.L. Moody as he did. He was a man with a servant heart. And that was the basis of his true greatness. The way up is down. Hmm. What a story. back. The second paradox of our faith is the way to be wise is to become foolish. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 27, but God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. That no flesh should glory in his presence. 
It is the prerogative of the Almighty to choose the foolish things to confound the wise. It follows, therefore, that when being instructed by God to do a thing or pursue a path that, humanly speaking, looks foolish, the end result is wisdom and praise, if you will do them. Mm. There was once a serious famine in Israel, and God told Elijah to get into the wilderness to be fed by ravens, a type of carnivorous bird. Humanly, this looks foolish, but it is this same flesh-eating bird that brought flesh, flesh meat to Elijah daily. Is that not stupid? The way to be wise, my dear friends, is to become foolish. We never like to close this broadcast without giving you an opportunity to become a son and a daughter of God. You are yet to be one. If you would like to take this bold step today, simply bow down your heads. And if you have taken the step in the past, I encourage you to keep the experience. But if you are taking the experience for the first time today, say, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive my sins and give me the gift of eternal life. I ask you into my heart and I ask you into my life. I ask you to be my Savior. I promise to serve you always in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for everyone that have heard us today. Whatever they need, healing, help, or deliverance, provisions, please send it their way in the name of Jesus. Amen. I release angels to keep everyone in your care and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you have prayed this prayer from your heart, I can assure you that you are now born again. Welcome to the family of God. Join us this morning at Fresh Anointing International Church, 80 Fitzgerald Avenue, City Center, in Christ Church, by 10 a.m. for a life-transforming service and prayers if you need one. You can write us at Fresh Anointing Church NZ at gmail.com. Please tell us about your testimony and you can also ask us a question about today's subject or previous episode. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Fresh Anointing International Church NZ, and also on Instagram. This program was brought to you by the gospel theme of the Fresh Anointing International Church, Christ Church. God bless you. Let your living water flow over my soul. Let your heart...